0: Welcome to Lectionary Living, a way of centering around the Sunday readings and applying the scriptures to everyday life. I'm Barbara Lehman. Today I'll talk about the readings for Sunday, July 11th. Today's gospel story tells a clear tale of humans at our worst. In contrast, the lectionary version of the story in 2 Samuel is confusing. It leaves out so much that the reader has trouble making sense of it. On the way to Jerusalem, the ark of God in tow, David and all the house of Israel were dancing with songs and harps and tambourines and castanets and cymbals. By the time they reached Jerusalem, David was dancing alone, with all his might, but alone. What happened? Well, a lot happened in the omitted verses. Briefly, Uzzah, responsible along with his brother, for driving the cart carrying the Ark died when he touched it. David was angry with God for this and for a while would not have anything more to do with it. Then he changed his mind, deciding to bring it on to Jerusalem. Getting it the rest of the way seems to have been quite a process, and this is where the lectionary reading picks back up. After six paces, a big sacrifice was offered, and no wonder as all must have been terrified to touch the ark. When they finally reach Jerusalem, David dances, but this time alone. It is almost as though he is trying too hard. The excitement of the beginning of the journey is gone and cannot be rekindled. The realities of the trip and its consequences are too fresh on everyone's minds. The scripture does record that there were shouts and the sound of trumpets a people, glad to have a job done. Michal, daughter of Saul and one of David's wives, watched David's dance from her window with contempt, despising him in her heart. Predictably, the couple fight later about it, and this was also excluded from the lectionary reading. She points out that his almost new dance lacked dignity He counters that her dad may have been more dignified than he, but he, David, was God's choice. Her absolutely wilting sarcasm and his equally chilling response are vintage material, immediately recognizable to any couple in conflict. The insistence that each see it the other's way is classic. While the story involves royalty, the tension routed through the triangle of wife, husband, and father-in-law is all too ordinary, all too common. Often the outcome is distancing or cutoff between the spouses, which seems to have happened here. off and distancing bring temporary relief and permanent loss of perspective. Michal's world would shrink without David, and David lost the inside of his wife, who had been the sister of his best friend and daughter of the latest king, with significant insider knowledge. When families choose distancing and cutoff rather than mature, open connections and the ability to see a broad range of views, the resulting chaos is all too predictable. In David's case, more difficult times are ahead. In today's gospel, difficulties have already arrived. In the scripture, we are given the backstory on John the Baptist's beheading Herod's marriage to his brother's wife, and John's calling him out on it. We are also told the more recent events, the daughter, the drinking, the dance, the deal. All of these facts are necessary to understand what happened. The writer of Mark's Gospel, never one to give more detail than necessary, provides the whole story here. Whether with Herod's family or one's own, understanding the bigger picture is the beginning of wisdom. Work on self begins at home. Here are some questions to reflect on this week. I use these to focus on what I'm trying to do with my life. After the questions, I close with a verse from the psalm for the week. In the morning, what do I not know? What parts of my family history are unknown to me? How can I connect to other family members to find out more? In the evening, what do I know about my family's challenges? How can I learn from what happened? Psalm 24, verse 1. The earth is the Lord's and all that is in it, the world and those who live in it.